that's what it's all about is making a connection with another person and feeling good about yourself and representing uh, something that you're passionate about. So. But to go and to be able to transform into this different person that's not, uh, you know, necessarily a mom of three kids mm -hmm. cleaning up spills and getting, it, it's just, it, it's escaping. Right. Hello and welcome to Cosplay and Cocktails. I am Jesse, And this is Paige. And uh, we're going to record an episode <laughs> of our podcast now. You're welcome. Um, so we'll get into drinks. Drink corner yeah, first? Cocktail yeah, corner? Yeah, we might as well. So um, I did today's drink. Jesse doesn't like it. It's fine. I don't hate it. I wouldn't order it again if I had ordered it in the bar. <laughs> well, good news. You're not paying for it. That's true. That's true. I'm not complaining. Um, so it is basically... Um, a Moscow Mule, but I used blueberry vodka instead of regular vodka and put blueberries in it instead of like a lime. And we are naming it the Blue Widow for blue for blueberries and widow for the Moscow part right. for Black yeah. Widow. Uh, since so, she's Russian, yeah. that's the best we had. That's what we got. I so. don't hate it. It's just... I definitely like it better than a regular Moscow Mule. Well, I had one in Florida when we went out to like a tapas restaurant um they served they served me a blueberry mule i think on accident i don't think i ordered it um and i really really liked it but i had no idea how they made it and mm -hmm. i was like well maybe blueberry i guess so. yeah, no it's, it's like i said i definitely like it better than a regular moscow mule yeah i like all um moscow mules for the right. most part but blueberry is the only other flavor i've ever had other than just like a traditional Moscow mule so right. yeah. so that is our cocktail for this episode yeah um, if you like a Moscow mule mm -hmm. and you like blueberry you'll probably like this that's me that's yeah that's what I'm saying <laughs> like I don't want it to be like it's disgusting I just don't love a Moscow mule. right which I knew going into it but I was like well maybe blueberry I drank right? it you did I mean I'm not complaining right um, so today we're celebrating Valentine's Day. Yeah. This is our Valentine's Day uh, celebration. We've got uh, some chocolate covered strawberry. We've got some different drinks planned out, and we are just ready to party. And this is our I'm first podcast party. in the pod loft. Oh yeah, Paige <laughs> converted an extra room at her house into a podcasting room for us. So. And, and by converted, she means I threw a futon and some yeah. pillows and blankets. And a, this is comfortable, though. It yeah, comfortable. not terrible. Uh, and a table with a tablecloth over it until I get more furniture for it. So I don't think, I mean, we got plenty for now. Yeah, we're, like, we're set. We are set. Eventually, uh, eventually it's going to be maybe a crafting room as well, right. but right now... And we have a microphone now. Yes, yes. Microphone's real, so hopefully maybe the sound quality's a little bit yep. better, maybe. Yep. Um, so, before we get into today's topic, um, oh, we have con news. Yeah, we're going to... We posted it on our page, posted on our social media. Again, she does all the social media, but we decided okay. to finally make our first trip to see to e 2 um we're both real excited yeah again we mentioned before on the podcast we live in the midwest so chicago not that far for us but for whatever reason we've been to chicago conventions before but never c2e2 i think it's we looked back at the years and it's 
for the past couple years, it's been on like a bad weekend for us. Yeah, it used to be later in March, so probably around your kids' birthdays. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, so it just worked out where we were both free that weekend. And, and we both really wanted to go to a con doing the podcast. Both are bringing new cosplays, which we're both excited about. Right. I'm not done with mine. I'm not but, either. Um, but for two weeks out, I feel like we're not in a huge con no, crunch or anything. No, so I'm not worried about finishing mine. Like, no. There's no major, like prop building or nope. Nope. alterations or anything like nope. that. Nope, they're pretty they're pretty simple cosplays, but mm-hmm. I think we're both really excited about them. Yeah. And they're new for that. us, which mm-hmm. is always an exciting thing. Yeah, so you'll see lots of pictures on our social media. Yeah. Right? My okay. students have found the podcast now. <laughs> so Hello, if you're, students. Yeah, one of my students. Shout out. Uh, here, if you are one of my students, learn your goddamn polyatomic ions. I can curse at you here. And learn your... <laughs> If you're an organic student, I won't mention the four of you by names, but you better learn those hecking functional groups by the next time we meet. I'm not even kidding. By the time this goes out, y'all should you should have known them last semester. Learn um, those functional groups. If you are uh, her four uh, <laughs> organic students, she just told me she's going to cry over you at graduation. They already know. They already know. We've already had this discussion. I'm not so sure they don't have like a bedding pot. Mm. Oh, man. Probably gonna cry. Listen, I'm a crier, too. It's fine. Uh, when we're going on vacation the next day, which they know, because I'll, so I'll be emotional about that, because I'll be right. so excited. And they're my first... Like, they're the first ones I've had all four semesters. Like, I'm the only college chemistry teacher they've had. Right. <sighs> Your little babies. Your little babies I'm are gonna grow out. <laughs> um, have you been watching anything new on TV? Because let me tell you what I've been watching, and you can tell I me. I watched the that. Remember that thing I told you I was watching. What was it called? The Stranger. Is that right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Um, I did finally. So two things. I did finally watch, um, The Witcher. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I liked it. I don't think it I'm was, ever gonna watch it. It was confusing because uh, there's so many timelines going in it yeah, that it was kind of hard for me. But once I like actually caught on to that part of it, then I was like, okay. But you know what else I just fin- or I haven't finished. I'm like on the last episode. Yeah. Is that Ted Bundy um, Amazon show? Yeah, I don't know. They interviewed on MFM. Oh, did they? The lady I missed who that. like wrote and directed it, I think, oh. or got the interviews. For it, yeah. like with Ted Bundy's lady uh-huh. partner, um, Liz. Yeah, they. It was just a short. Oh, I missed interview. I missed that. Uh, it was a couple episodes ago, mm. I think. Um, wasn't their most recent one because that one they talked about weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, I meant. At I meant to tell you that. I now forgot. we're talking about weekend at Bernie's on our podcast. Yeah. One of my favorite films of all time, weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> you haven't seen it. That's what I'm watching. We can <laughs> gonna watch it whenever I get home. Uh, we finish recording the Ted Bundy documentary, though. I think it's pretty like it's pretty interesting because it is all very from like the female perspective mm-hmm. of it, like the the survivors, like right. the, the well, the lady that they interviewed, she said that that was how she wanted it. Um. Well, that was how she got Liz is her name, Ted uh-huh. Bundy's partner. That's yes. how she got her on board because she's never done really anything like right. This before. And that was how she got her on board with it, was to frame it from that perspective. Uh, I need to go back and yeah. listen to that. You're yeah. into true crime. Uh, you should. Um, that It was an interesting one about. And like I said, but she wasn't on it very long. 
Huh. Maybe five minutes. Yeah, I. But the the documentary itself is really interesting because I've seen a lot of Ted Bundy documentaries, and you know they're all kind of the exact same thing. But this coming from, I felt like it was yeah. a, a new perspective on it, which was oh. interesting. The daughter. Liz's daughter was on it, which was interesting, like her memory as a child of Ted Bundy and yeah. stuff. Like it was just, it was I interesting. Probably won't watch it. Okay. <laughs> I've been, yeah, I've been like, well, I think I have two episodes of Doctor Who. I'm behind on. I'm behind on Doctor Who. I don't know. I've just been listening to podcasts. I haven't been and working. So there's this college humor sketch <laughs> where they're talking about how all the names of the weeds are scary. Like, you're gonna literally die. That's not just the name of the weed. You will literally die. And then she pulls one out. Do you ever watch College Humor? Yeah. She pulls one out and she's like, I love cannabis. Oh my God. I, every time I see Why do we have to cut that out? <laughs> well, because it's just ripping off. Like, that's not it's mine. It's funny, though. It's just ripping <laughs> off College Humor. Yeah, only on College Humor, that's, I love cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> That's my reaction every time I hear uh, I mean, here's the thing. It's only so long before I reference that or Ahong's have stays. <laughs> That's what I watch. Honestly, I don't watch TV. I just watch, like, stupid internet videos. I'm like a 14-year-old boy. Uh, what are we talking about this time? Um, today's episode is entitled Cosplay Fails. A cautionary tale. Oh, I thought it was cautionary tales of cosplay fails. Well, shit, does it matter? Yes. Okay, well, it's one of those two things I haven't decided which I like better yet. Okay. This is like us trying to decide what order the word should go for right. the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk about, um, they're not all fail fails. They're just like You'll, mishaps I mean, we'll talk fails. about them and just things that we didn't anticipate going wrong and how they went wrong and how we how dealt we, with it. How so, we dealt with like, it. If you're getting into cosplay, uh, those of you, I don't know how many, like, we can see how many people are listening. We know that there's more of you than I would have expected. (laughs) Um, So, I don't know how many of you are already cosplayers or people that are just interested in it or people that are just like us, like our friends and family. Mm -hmm. They are just kind or a dude that my mom works with. If you're the dude that my mom works with, <laughs> shout out. Thanks a lot. You've officially listened to more than her because I called her out on it earlier today. <laughs> she was like, well, I've listened to two and a half episodes. So oh, she's like a third of the way through the podcast. Um, but if you are going to, so if you are already a cosplayer, you'll probably commiserate with some of these. Mm-hmm. If you're, Thinking about getting into cosplay, it's just something to be aware. Like you know, we always try to think about things that will go wrong. We try to wear our cosplays around the house, but there's still things like things that you'll take a chance on that. Well, things you would never think of, like right. Just because we mention them, like it may be something that you never will encounter, but it also might make you think twice about something before you do it, before you craft it, before you buy it. Right. Um, and just make you a little bit more aware, like, of little tiny things that you would never imagine could go wrong. Right. Okay. Well, um, um so I'll just, I'll start with mine. Yeah. Okay. I'll start with mine because then it's going to be yours. So, okay, whatever. Um, my, and, ooh, uh, <laughs> my number one, um, pro- probably one of the hardest things that I've dealt with making wise um just because of the obstacles that it kept kept happening with it 
was my helmet for Loki. Um, I put it off. It was the same year that I did my Outlander, my Claire from Outlander. And that was a really big build for me. It was a big sewing project. And I, I had made all the stays and underpinnings and everything. And I was really excited to do that one. So I put off Loki, which I was making a lot of as well, um, until very last thing. And I had sewn all my Loki stuff. I had sewn my cape. I had sewn my belt situation. Yeah, because that went pretty... The, your belt thing took a little bit longer. The cape was just like... You know, right, I, I sewed the fur on. <laughs> yeah, I cut the material like... and I, I, I had to sew all the little things on the edge of it. I forgot about that. Um, it was like, but it took me maybe right. two days, like not full days, yeah. <laughs> just like in between things. But so I saved my Loki helmet for one of my very last things um, because I, in my head, I had a plan. I'd seen some tutorials and I was like, oh, this is fine. And Jesse, like all, point out, right? You know, Jesse all along was like, ooh, I wouldn't save that to last. Yeah, I but, multiple times. <laughs> I was like, I just, I'm not saying it will go wrong, but like. I think it's going to be more work than you're realizing, which it turns out I was right. Right. So I did, saved it for last, and um, my plan was, in, in one form or another, was to make it out of floral wire and paper mache. Um, I made one version of it that was like a full cap um, at the as the base, and I hated it. We, we got it on there, hated it, and before I got too far with it, we, we scrapped it. And so then I made just like a crown, like a band um, around my head. And we went about that way a little bit differently. My mom helped me because we, we were fitting it to my hat, head. Um, and so we saran wrapped my head. And then we created like a um, duct tape, like foundation of it. And then floral wire and then more duct tape. And then we paper macheed that. And then we used foam for the horns. Yeah, I remember your mom. Uh huh. Like carving. Right. So. Yeah. And uh, so, and we attached it all and all that jazz. And I just as much paper mache as I put on there without trying to get too heavy. It just never was as smooth, and it just took quite a bit longer. It wasn't a total. Once again, this isn't a total fail. I was still really okay with how it looked. Um, it wasn't as smooth. I, I'd never messed with Warble before, so I was scared to do, to go that route. Well, cause again, we mentioned this before, but Warble is pretty expensive to make a big, big piece like that. Right. For especially never having done it before. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> at that point you waited too late right. to mess with Warble right. if you wanted to, cause the con was coming up to, you know, you probably couldn't have gotten it in. Yeah. This was probably before. a month before. Yeah. But, so, it ended up fine. Um, I ended up using, like, a hammered spray paint on it, which added some texture that kind of hid some things. And um, just did everything I could. And, like I said, if you still look at it, it's not perfect. But I definitely thought it looked okay in pictures. Yeah. And, you know, it was handmade. And when I we look at it as, we did this. Right. Like, I made this. Like, I, you know, I've crafted this. And, yeah, it might not be perfect, but, like, this is me learning. Right. And well, and for the most part, I would rather have a piece that I made that I am proud of mm -hmm. than a piece that looks better that somebody that else somebody made. Else made. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, once again, not a total fail, but just kind of, like, I guess the fail part is I shouldn't have waited till last minute and maybe I could have gone a different route about it, but... I learn things, and that's how life right. goes. And that's so. just our 
personal part like there's nothing like we definitely buy stuff for our cosplays oh, absolutely too. so it's not like a judgment on people who buy their stuff it's just in general we with especially now that we've done it more mm-hmm. so like every and we still do, we still buy pieces <clears throat> right every cosplay you know like you're gonna have to buy something we've mentioned this before mm-hmm. but you're not gonna be able to like spin your own you know cloth right you're not gonna be able to dye your right. own fabric probably so um, there's only so much you can build or it even makes sense to build. Like we've had, we pretty much every cosplay we do individual pieces. We'll talk about like, okay, yes, you could make that, but could you cost, make it any cost cheaper effectively. than you could buy it? Like I, I've seen there's a couple... no point to make it. Like if it's something like a simple black skirt that you can get for $10, is there any, like, yeah, yeah you could make that, but is there any, could, you know, if you can't make it for $10. That really is how we go too. about like, should right. we buy or make this? Mm-hmm. I've Leading, as Paige said, this kind of leads into my... Uh, I had a couple fails with my Thor. It's still probably the cosplay I'm most proud of. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was my first attempt at somewhat sort of armor building. I made a, an armored bodice. Paige is trying to open a bottle of off-brand champagne right now. <laughs> champagne. Well, it's not, you know, California champagne. Where's Andre? Not a, hashtag not a sponsor. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> God, why? <laughs> Great. Um, so when I cosplayed as Thor, uh, the first problem, as I'm pretty sure we've mentioned in another episode, was that, um, my, I made little circle things, like clips for the top of the cape out of milk lids. And I feel like the glue I used just heated up in the Atlanta heat and didn't uh, work. Like, they fell off. That wasn't a huge deal. Just took them off. Still looked good. Um, Later that evening, we were coming home from a party at probably like 2 or 3 in the morning. (laughs) It's a rough night, yeah. (laughs) Well, like, most of the parties don't end until 2 or 3 in the morning at Dragon Cons. We were coming home. From the party, took an Uber, obviously. Uh, we didn't want to walk home. We weren't staying on. Uh, that, yeah, we weren't staying in a host hotel this year. Or that year. We are staying in a host hotel this year. Hashtag no brag. Hashtag brag. Um, but, uh, so we were coming home, got in the Uber, left the Uber, obviously went up to the hotel room. And the then didn't think anything of it. Peeled our cosplays off, put on pajamas, went to bed, got ready the next day, went to the con. Monday comes around, and I was like, I can't find my <laughs> Thor cape. Paige was like, Oh, I'm sure it'll turn up. I'm sure it'll turn up. Pack because Jesse, <clears throat> just a just a note: when Jesse is in a hotel room, her suitcase explodes. Right. Well, I pack it very, very organized. <laughs> and then it just... But then I don't repack it. <laughs> right. Very, very organized. So her stuff is kind of scattered. And I was like, well, it's probably like... Yeah. You've lo- we've lost shoes and stuff under your suitcase before. Yeah. Freaking and- eyeliners, makeup. Mm-hmm. All kind- oh. Right. All sorts. So I was like, it's... I'm sure it's somewhere. Well, and it was like $5 worth of fabric. Right. It wasn't... Like, I made it myself, so it was... And it wasn't hard. It's just right. a cape, so it wasn't like anything structure that I'd spent a lot of time on and so long story short we basically eventually discovered that I left it in the back of the uber which I hope made that uber drivers or lyft 
uh, you know, don't want to favor neither. Neither well, we use both. We, it's hard ours. to tell which yeah. one it was. And neither one's a sponsor. Um, Speaking of Lyft drivers, you want to know something I was just thinking about? What's that? That same year, our Lyft driver on Sunday back. Have, we already talked about him. The murder guy? We did not. You haven't? No. I don't know how. He wasn't a cosplay fail. He was a con fail. He was a con fail. Guess how many fan fictions there are, Harry Potter. Me. Two billion. Him. No, but you're pretty close. Guess how many fan fictions there are of Independence Day? Day. And then ha! proceeded to spend the next 20 minutes. Did you guys see me this morning? And, yeah. And we were like, no. Well, because he, I held, kind of, up he held up the sign and I kind of laughed and he was like, oh, oh did, did you, you see, see me? me? Yeah. I was like, no, I'm just trying to be. We just had an awkward Uber driver who wanted to talk about fan fiction. His uh, Independence Day fan fiction yeah. and why Independence Day was on the wrong day. Right. And he has a lot. And he just, he really delved into Independence Day. Mm-hmm. And then he, he almost drove past our hotel. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop we right here. We're done here. We're done now. Yeah. <laughs> And so that wasn't really a cosplay thing. No, that was a that was a unrelated Uber mm-hmm. story. And my next one is Jake's messes. Oh, just in general. Uh, so my brother is the king of cosplay fails. He's not here <laughs> to defend himself. He has a tendency to kind of like page, last minute, right? Page with her Loki helmet, but on everything. And uh, more more intense. Also, mm, he normally waits till the night. before. Yeah, well, he definitely. Um, we, I sh- this is maybe a time to mention, we've actually recorded this fails episode once before. It was just really dry. We were way too tired. We tried to record it at like 3 yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so if, I can't remember what we've actually retold on a real episode and what was on mm-hmm. that episode. But he definitely, one year at Dragon Con, we had to drive down with his pants like in the window because he had spray dyed them. And... It had to set for 72 hours, but right. he did it the night before we left. Well, and, like, he painted those um, shoes in the hotel room. Right. He, I have Harley definitely taken Mod Podge and glitter paint. Mm-hmm. I just burped. Um, <laughs> stuff like that to the convention for him to mess with. Well, and even stuff like he, that you and I wouldn't leave. And this is not a judgment. I mean, it's a judgment on our brother because it's her brother. Yeah. But, like... He just does things differently than us, but like right. he had me pick up He's hair color, hair yeah. color sprays that he'd never mess with to make right. sure they'd work, and just was like, "It'll be fine." Right. Like, and to that's not hair how Harley Quinn, right? Like where we, like I've already we do multiple makeup tests. Right, <laughs> I've already practiced my makeup once for C two E two for C two E two, which is still two weeks away, and I will. Which it is. Uh, this is a. Uh, a hint as to what I'm cosplaying. There is a substantial amount of makeup involved, but it could be so many things. Right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so we'll practice that. You know, I'll practice it at least once more with everything all put together. Um, that's for a small con, right? So oh, like one day, right? But by small, we mean like we're not gonna be there very right, and we're not like taking big major cosplays. Right. Yeah, the size of the convention is obviously not small. Right. Um, and there was one time he was cosplaying as uh, Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture mm-hmm. Show. The version where he's in like um, scrubs, like mm-hmm. operating theater right. scrubs. And he needed a pearl necklace with like large pearls. Right. 
So he ordered one on Amazon and it didn't come until the day we left. Or the day he left to come down. Mm-hmm. So he had to wait for the Amazon package to get right. there. We got down. So he showed up. My brother showed up late. Not He wasn't late, but he had to wait for the package to show up before he could leave. And then we got down there and the pearls were way too long. Yeah. And of course we didn't have really a lot to mess with. So what I did was I cut them with like the world's shittiest sewing scissors Mm -hmm. and then just tied it around his neck. It was on like fishing wire, real thin. So we got home from the park. So he had no way to take them on and off. He had to wear them all day uh, because they were so tied on his neck. Right. That's the way he wanted them. And we didn't have, you know, if he had done it before literally the day of the con, we could have thrown them on elastic and he could have pulled them. But Or tied a clasp on the end really quickly. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but so we made literally it anything else. <laughs> yeah, uh, we made it work. We went to a party that mm-hmm. night. That was the party of Naked Mega Man. Right, he we, did get a mention. Mm-hmm. We get back. Of course, we're both really tired. We both have a ton of makeup and cosplay stuff on, so we're trying to get ready for bed. And I was like, Jake, come here. And I'll cut that necklace off of you. And he was like, no, I got it. And he literally does the most dramatic, like, movie actress. Jake? Like, no. <laughs> like, Betty Davis pulls the pearls from his neck. And they go scattering like a cartoon, like a Scooby-Doo, all over the mm-hmm. floor. So then the next morning, this is when we still shared a room with the other group. Uh-huh. And the next morning, Rethany, <laughs> Rethany. Wrote up, woke up and was like, what is this? Like, why are there circles all over the floor? And it was Jake's beads. So, when... question. I know he did it, like, the next time I went with you guys. He redid that cosplay, mm-hmm. which was, like, two years later. Mm-hmm. What, did he buy new ones, or did he find all of them? I think he bought a new one. I couldn't remember. Or it was the leftover ones, because that was the whole thing. We had to shorten it, so mm-hmm. I took off, like, half of them. So, he might have had, and then okay. I tied it and put it in his suitcase. I couldn't like, remember uh, that situation. I so. don't even know if he had the necklace the second time. I can't remember. He did. Did he? Yeah. Um, because I, you mentioned that whole, I remember we, you bringing I'm sure it up. We, we bring it up. There's stories that we tell every Dragon Con when we get, and we've already, all heard them a million times yeah, now. Yeah, but we still tell them <laughs> every like, Dragon Con. remember that one Right. Time. Dragon Con for us is kind of like Christmas for a lot of families really where they're like, remember the one Christmas when yeah. Timothy got stuck outside in the tree trunk? And then he got a peg leg. Yeah. And now, then he got the frostbite, and that's how Timothy got the peg leg. Oh, I don't know. What? That was our <laughs> tiny Tim Christmas Carol. Timothy, movie. come here. Yeah. Timothy, with your peg leg from your front Oh, my God. I wish you guys could have seen Babe dragging her foot across the floor and thumping it to try to imitate a peg leg. Oh, um, it's insensitive. <laughs> to people with peg legs? To pirates? Oh, Jesus. Anyway, I don't know where he got that. <laughs> but that's one of the stories that gets told every single Dragon Con. Oh, man. And or arguments of that's not the way it happened. The dragon con of years yeah. past. Is that all the Jake messes you can think of? No, but we could do a whole. <laughs> he one time is when we did. He was princess. Uh, I was Princess Bubblegum, and he was Prince Gumball mm-hmm. from Adventure. Oh, I know this story. And we actually ended up getting in St. Louis Magazine for that one. Uh, if you aren't familiar with the character, Prince Gumball wears basically like a pink tunic with pink poofy sleeves. My brother was coming down to my place. We're going to convention the next day. 
and he told me that the lady at the craft store helped him and he had most of it done. So he <laughs> shows, yeah, which if you know my brother, he's not here to defend himself, but he also doesn't listen to the podcast. So until he starts listening, we'll keep ragging on him. Yeah, we will. He showed up at my house and he had like bolts of fabric cut. That was how the lady at the craft store helped him. Right. She cut the fabric for him. So I had to like try to construct poofy sleeves and attach them to the tunic that he already had that was completely different fabric in one night. Right. And it looked still, real good. I think it looked good. I'm not like there are things, you know, well, you're always you most did critical it. of yourself, right? You like, did it with the supplies he provided mm-hmm. in a very short amount right. of time, which I think really segues into another one of my fails. Oh god. <laughs> Same apartment, same type of situation. <laughs> so moment. my second cosplay um, ever was Clara from uh, Doctor Who, and I had originally planned on doing a completely di- different version of her, and I actually had everything for that other version. Uh, I think except for like one thing. But I got it all, and then I was like, oh, I don't think this is going to be super recognizable. So I decided to do a version where she wears a paper crown from, like, a Christmas cracker. Mm-hmm. And, because uh, I was like, that that's what's going to set it apart. Like, that's going to, because the rest of it's just regular clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was not, like, at the point where I could sew anything, you know. So I was ordering everything off Amazon. And well, and you were just really early in cosplay in general, and it is easier when you first start doing it to do one that is more normal clothes because you're going to be more self conscious, right? Like, both of my first cosplays, Death and the Tenth Doctor, were really quote unquote normal clothes, you know, mm-hmm. a skirt suit and jeans, you know. One was like a goth kid, and the other was like, you know, a nerd or a business person. Right. But they were both more or less normal clothes, and you do feel more comfortable doing that. And you can slowly work your way up to it. Don't feel like you need to. And there are some that, like, if you want to cosplay a certain character, you're going to be in normal clothes. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, some characters only wear normal clothes, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, but... Uh, right, like if you want to do Mulder and Scully, you're going to be wearing suits and right, FBI badges. Right. Um, but so I had, I had ordered, ev- I had everything I needed except for this plaid skirt that she wears. And I had ordered one, one size of it and it was way too small. But I didn't have time to return it, so I just ordered like two sizes up or something like that and kept the other one. And it came the day I was leaving. This this convention we were going to was close to where Jessie lived. So I was driving to her like the night before the con. We were going to go to dinner and, you know, just hang out. <clears throat> and that skirt came. I, I waited on it to leave. Kind of like you said Jake did. And waited on it to get there. Drove to her place. Hadn't tried it on yet. Got to her place and I think before we went out to dinner, we, we, we did, that way we knew, like, yeah. <laughs> what we were dealing yeah. with. And I tried it on, and it probably went up to my hips, but probably no further than that. Yeah, it was not going to work. Yeah. Did not, did not fit uh, on me. And so, I had two skirts at this point. Mm-hmm. I had both of them, and I was like, I don't care. Like, it was cheap enough. We can cut up this other one if we need to. And in the wee, we went to dinner because... Yeah, we were hungry. We did. But so, 
we drove uh drove and had sushi and then went to a walmart and bought some fabric and went back to Jesse's and watched uh, The Force Awakens <laughs> while uh, we... Because it had just come out yeah. on DVD. Yeah. Um, while we took apart at like 15 different times. I took out so many seams with the seam <laughs> re-sewed so many things. I am kind of proud that we made it work. Well, we ha- we knew uh, what we wanted to do with it. It just took a lot of tries because mm-hmm. it was such a weirdly constructed it was. skirt. And how we were going to hide it. And it-, it was, again, still pretty early in my cosplay mm-hmm. career. Yeah. Um, and I'm way more competent with a sewing machine now than I was then. Right. You but- still scare me a little bit. <laughs> I think your mom and I both would, like, when you sewed through the bodice of your Hobbit dress, that could be a fail that you could the talk about. The bodice of my Hobbit Remember dress? when you sewed through, like, diagonal? You sewed through, and I was like, Ugh, Oh, that uh, was, like, my first year of Dragon yeah, Con, I know, though. but <laughs> we're talking about fails. I don't remember that, that though. Could be- I remember seeing you start to do it and be like, Kim, Kim, because I didn't want to, like, discourage you and I didn't know how to tell you you were funny. Yeah, that was my, I thought you meant last year. No, my first year of Dragon Con, yeah, I don't remember that, but I believe you. No, the pink one. (laughs) I believe you. Um, It just, like, the skirt got bunched up too much with it because it's all one piece. And so, like, when you were sewing the skirt on it, like, went up into the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so... The skirt worked. There was another girl, um, and and I've maybe mentioned this before, but Jesse was cosplaying. I think think it was in the one we deleted. deleted. So Jesse and I were. uh, I was Clara, and she was Osgood Mm -hmm. um, from Doctor Who, and we ran into at least one other pair, like of Osgoods and Clara's, and they were uh, also speaking of which is a cosplay that if you're an asthmatic. You get to use your inhaler as an accessory. Right. <laughs> so. um, but we ran into another uh, another pair that was dressed exactly like us. And um, the Clara had the exact same skirt mm-hmm. on as I did. And you could not tell oh. a bit. Like, and underneath it was a <laughs> Yeah, but nobody could see. Right. And that, so that's a thing with cost. Like some people, it, it's all to your liking. Like there are some where we've both been like... I want my undergarments to match. Right. Like, my uh, player from Outlander, I was like, well, I want to have the, like, as accurate as possible right. to the show. And I don't know why. But that was just... Well, and, like, I'm an obsessive packer, and I will pack, like, underwear. Like, what kind of underwear would Captain America wear? And you earrings, too. Even if your ears don't right. match. Or, like, you don't see your ears. Right. You I'll, make sure your earrings match for or, every day. Or, right. Or I'll make sure, like, if it's someone like Hobbit, I never wear jewelry. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, they're, they're not going to have, like, a cartilage piercing. Right. Or... Um, you know, so yeah, I do generally try things in, like I said, even under, do you remember when I was Claire for Outlander and I took my nose ring out for it? It was like a year and I could not get it back in. And then the next day for Loki, it was like inflamed because I had like, really, I had just got my nose pierced like that past winter. I remember you sticking one of my earrings in the other (laughs) side to try to open it up. Like, cause Uh we knew it was still open cause you could get the earring in the other side. Right. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, I really yeah, I didn't until you just. I really that. I remember as Loki that next day because I didn't care if it was in yeah. for Loki. That's, but- that's something also that I have grown to like. If it's we're doing Hobbit, I want my tattoos to be covered, right? Because like a Hobbit would not. But like for my Captain America, my tattoos showed, right? And I was fine with that because I was like, okay, I'm already doing a plus size female version of Captain America. Like, who's to say she doesn't have? 
some badass tattoos. Yeah, I did it for my original Claire. Want my nose, like my nose ring, and I was very adamant about taking it out. And then once I did, I <laughs> regretted it greatly. <laughs> and I've never, I've not taken it out since. So, um, and it's your I, personal preference. And Again, it's small. Like somebody may say something behind your back or something. Right. Like, oh, she didn't take out her nose ring, or like, oh, her tattoos are showing. But like, right? I guess I've always got this one showing. Right. Like. So it's, you know, it's just such a pain to try to cover your tattoos and it's not like anyone doesn't know you're, oh my gosh, she's not really, right. but some people want to be 100%, you yeah. know, people that go for 100%. So there's nothing accuracy. wrong with either version. Right, right. So, and that's again, just like a regular clothes cosplay for your first cosplay. Like don't feel bad if your first cosplay is basically regular clothes. Cause that's how a lot of cosplayers start. Mm-hmm. And it's a good way to get yourself comfortable in walking around in a costume and walking around as, you know, quote unquote, someone else. Um, because the cosplays that I do now, I never would have worn, um, I you actually know, had... 10 years ago when I started cosplay. Okay, so hopefully you're coming back from a seamless editing break. Uh, we just took a little We don't break talk to... about the editing, Josie. Listen... I feel like part of our charm is that we talk about the fact that we don't know what we're doing in life, in cosplay, in podcasting. You know what I do know what I'm doing? What? Confetti. Yeah, Paige has now (laughs) filled the room with confetti. I'll try to take a picture. (laughs) I feel like uh, you're the better, like, photographer of, like, let's make it cute and social media. I'm the better photographer to show what a hot mess is actually happening right now you've stripped down to your activewear (laughs) (laughs) so um our next fail after hopefully that seamless editing break is uh uh my lydia deets poncho which i mentioned before on the podcast so this is one which you've never worn i've never worn it which is kind of why i wanted to it's thrown away now so if i ever decide to do it I threw out a lot when I moved, I want to say recently, but it's not recently. It was over like a, a year, year and a half now. ago, yeah. Yeah, almost two years ago now. Um, I moved, and when I moved, a lot of... I helped. Yeah, she did, thank God, because it was a hot mess. It was a lot of work. It was hard. I lived on the third floor. Oh, my, my God. Place. And it was like and the first I f- week of August. Yeah. Yeah. It was second August because I had already started. Hot, 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 hot. It was hot, and I did. I thought about the fact. Oh, I'm moving out, so that'll be downstairs. But I didn't think about the fact that after every load, we'd have to walk back upstairs. And it didn't matter. Like it was just a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. And then moving into the new place was so easy. easy. Um. Well, and we also just were like, just shove shit in here. My mom was like, but we need to plant this. And I was we like. We unpacked the next day, though. A little bit, yeah. We You put my teapots up where they still are in my teapot collection, which they do look really cute up there. Yeah, I know. Um, but anyway, a lot of stuff got thrown away. And this next piece that I'm going to talk about got thrown away just because I was like, is it really worth moving this? Like a craft project or a cosplay project that sat in a box for a year. Right. Is it really worth moving it to this new place where it will sit in a box again? So I made a poncho to be Lydia Dietz from the cartoon Beetlejuice. So she has like, uh, it's red on one side and it's purple on the other side. And it's got like spider webs poncho. 
And I tried to make it where the spider webs were ribbon, which now I feel like I could easily do it. This was an early cosplay, like before you started coming to Dragon. Right. Family. So now I feel like I could do it pretty easily by painting it or by uh, tracing it out first. But I tried to kind of like freehand the ribbon. Right. And it just ended up being, the poncho itself was fine, but the ribbon ended up being such a hot mess. Didn't look like a spider web. It looked very, um, like, right angles, very mm -hmm. triangular, and I hated it. I remember you just sending me, because I think it was the year before I went. Mm -hmm. uh, I know it was the year before I went. Was it? I was yeah. going to say it was before you went. Because you ended up doing Crow instead. Uh-huh. And I remember you sending me photos and being like, I was going to do the Because, like, right. back then we didn't send as many cosplay photos back and forth. Well, right, because you weren't cosplaying yet. So you wouldn't, it wouldn't be back and forth. Right. It would just be forth. <laughs> from me to you um but so you were you sent it to me and you said you know oh I tried this but it didn't work but I don't remember seeing like of the bad like well and that's one of those things we've talked about my other friend Bethany she uh said too like oh I think it looks good because I was like oh my god like I kind of dumped on her for it I was like can't you see how hideous it is? Like, don't lie. Right. It's hideous. Don't lie just to save my feelings. Like, you can be honest. And she was right, like, Right, but I, I feel like we do think... that a lot. Like, we're not we're even just lying, because, but just like. Just because the... I think something isn't good enough doesn't mean that you're not going to think it's good enough. Right. Like, we, when you're working on your own thing and you've made it from hand, like, or from scratch, you know, you've. You're well, you're going the to be one that has critical. to wear it. Right. You're the one that has to wear it. So right. if you don't feel comfortable in it or you don't like the way it looks, you are not going to want to wear right. it. You want to be right. excited about it. So, yeah, there, there's something to be said for, like, you know, us sending each other pictures and being like, ugh, I don't like this. And the other one is supportive and like, well, it's not that bad. Right. Like, do, 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 do. But, like, at the end of the day, like Jesse said, you're the one that has to wear it. Right. And, and there are ways that you can give someone criticism in a like a way that's truthful but still like not be an asshole to your friends like because you've been working on your one for c2e2 and it's one that i know a little bit more about the source material so you've been sending me pictures not even necessarily does this look good or not which but, is something i would normally do anyway right but i have asked uh without giving away the cosplay have asked for uh ideas because she knows more of the extended universe mm -hmm. of this of this fandom. Yeah. And so I've been like, what do you think? Do you think this will read even because it's a it's a made up character what I'm right. doing. It is a it's a self-made character. Mm -hmm. Um but I also am hoping that it will read as right. part so of the fandom. To match it enough to the fandom that right. even though it's it's your created character. Right. People still know the fandom. But at some point uh as Jesse and I have discussed off mic many a time you know, you have to come to terms with, okay, are, do, which I do like this cosplay well enough, mm -hmm. but do you like this cosplay well enough that if nobody recognizes you, you're still going to be happy? And right. most of the time we are. Right. Well, and like, especially our Rococo X-Men, that's a great example because we talked about it beforehand and we weren't sure going in. We didn't even know if anybody people, would like it, right. let alone recognize it. Yeah. We weren't sure. Like we knew it was a really weird mashup. It was a really obscure mashup mm -hmm. going in. And we did have a lot of people not know what it was, but people still were into it. And it was one, probably even, our second again, most popular cosplay. Right. Again, shout out to my students 
one of my students told me, uh, one of my students found the podcast, shared it with some other students, so it kind of spread like wildfire, which again, okay, just spilling champagne everywhere. Uh, again, if you're my student and you're listening, uh, appreciate you. I love you. Make sure you're doing your homework. Hi, and, students. Uh, <laughs> your labs and stuff. Close that hecking cabinet in the lab. Um, but, you know, he said that he, uh, this a specific student that found the podcast and then saw cosplay pictures from that. He was like, oh, my God, that, like... Uh, baroque dress that you had with the big wig with the cards and I was like oh yeah he was like that was insane he was like you were so amazing Aww. like that was so amazing I knew you said something to right. that effect but I didn't know which cosplay right was it was that one so it was just like you know like and he had no clue what it was which was but, a lot of what we got that right. day it was like we like, don't know what you are but you guys look so I'm cool. so glad that we did it because mm-hmm. like our makeup, both of our makeup looked so good. Our cosplays looked so good. Right. It was like exactly what we both wanted. Right. We just wanted something to wear like a Baroque dress right. with. But we just wanted to do something kind of different. Right. And like, and that's what cosplay is. Is doing, making you feel good. You know, like. It, we mentioned it, it a thousand times before. Right. But really it should be for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like. There's things that I cosplay that Jesse doesn't isn't into or doesn't like the aesthetic of, right. and vice versa, and things that we know like maybe nobody else will even get, but like if I, they're like fandoms, the ones, both really both of them that we're doing for C two E two are gonna be more for us. Obs- well, I mean they're always for us, but more obscure, like, right? And we know that going in, but it doesn't matter because, like we said, that helps. Increase the connection mm-hmm. you have with someone else when it, if it is a more obscure character or something you've reached and someone recognizes you know, it or appreciates it. Right. Right. So, um, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What else uh, you got? Da, 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 the next thing is my crusty contacts. Oh, shit. So, so uh, two years ago, has we it went, two years already? It has. Oh wait, God. wait, wait, wait. No, it was last just last year. year. Yeah, it was just last year. We went to St. Louis to a con, and um, it was actually, and this this may be another episode, like a con crunch episode. Oh, because um, we did it at the last minute. But we didn't know we were going to go. Uh, we, well, we I ended up, we talked back and forth about whether we were going to go or not. And then they ended up lowering ticket prices. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So we were like, okay, yeah, we're going to go. And so we, we made plans to go. We got a hotel. And Paige was like, what are you going to do for cosplay? Because we so, here's another thing is we have probably what 15 20 cosplays between more the two of us that. i've got more than that so probably. right so we we've got a good you know uh good selection of cosplays from past that we we could choose from and that we, we should, never do but we <laughs> never <laughs> should we because we've already invested the money and we love them right but and there's some we have talked about like we will right. renew these eventually. and there's a few that we've redone right but we always get so excited to make a new cosplay, which I'm sure a lot of cosplayers can right, relate, can relate to. to. Um, and so we were like, oh, what are we going to do for this? We went to a Ren Fair about six months earlier, and Jessie had decided she was going to do a Game of Thrones cosplay, which um, I had talked about doing with her. I ended up re- using a Outlander cosplay. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but she d- did a Khaleesi cosplay um, from Game of Thrones. Right. Which is one of my most popular ones I love the most because it's real low maintenance to put on because mm-hmm. your makeup's pretty natural. Mm-hmm. Wig for the hair. Right. And you really like how you look with blonde right. hair. <laughs> right. Well, and like one of our friends even it's like, go like, blonde, go Paige, blonde. take her oh, blonde. Right. Yeah, Paige is a hairdresser. I don't, have we mentioned the hairdresser? I don't know. Yeah, Paige is a hairdresser, so she was like, Paige, dye her hair blonde, um, which I have very, very dark hair, so, and very, very much hair anxiety. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, we might cut it later. Yeah, well, not now. <laughs> we might cut it later this weekend, but I don't think we're cutting it later tonight after the great confetti experience. Uh, <laughs> so, we, um... She had that cosplay left over, uh, and she was like, I'm probably going to redo that. I, yeah, I, I really think that I enjoy it. Belts, uh-huh. but I was like, I've never worn it to convention before mm-hmm. where people get the fandom that was to Ren Faire, no. which a lot of people, we've mentioned this before, but a lot of people do dress fandom for Ren Faire. Even right. our local Ren Faire does a Doctor Who weekend. I think right. Like, yeah, they do. They um, So we decided to do Game of Thrones, and I, I searched all over Amazon to look for... Game of Thrones Um, dresses. dresses. I thought about Sansa and Cersei. Because I talked about doing Cersei too. So many characters, but I I just was having a hard time finding something I like. The costumes on that show are beautiful. Oh my gosh. And there's so many characters I love. Male costumes, the female costumes. Mm -hmm. If I were taller, I would do Brianna Tarzan. Oh my gosh. Right. But I'm just too short. I'd be like the. I might someday do a Sansa. I love a lot of her cosplays, and I love her hair. Like I would like to do Arya. If you did Sansa, I'd probably do Arya. Future Um, cosplay. Because you know my dad loves her when he's talking about the Thrones. The Thrones. He calls her the little badass. Little badass. Uh, That's Arya's his favorite character. Arya and uh, Tyrion. Tyrion are his two favorites, which are my two favorites as well. So apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Right, that's true. But so. Uh, I ended up doing a female Cal Drogo, which I enjoyed, but it was a very quickly thrown together cosplay. Like I said, maybe another episode Con Crunch, because I think I did it in a week and a half. Yeah, because my crow, which was my replacement for Lydia Dietz, I did in a week. Right. But Jessie did her Khaleesi, and part of her cosplay was contacts. Oh, I forgot we're talking about (laughs) (laughs) contacts. Well, so in the books, uh, we... No, it was in the original one that got deleted. In the books, I believe the Targaryens all have violet eyes, purple eyes. On the show, she's got like blue-gray eyes. So I was like, I had gray, like kind of a gray hazel contact from when I did steampunk data. Mm -hmm. That was the closest to yellow that I could get my prescription. I have not great eyesight. I can't see well enough to drive. No contacts or no glasses. So, I really can't see well enough to walk around on my own without them. So, I had to get prescription colored contacts. I had to buy a whole box when I did data. So, I still had them. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I might as well use these for cosplay. So, I put them in to do that Khaleesi cosplay. But they were so old that they had kind of gotten dried out. And they were just swimming all over my eyes. I couldn't hardly see we had walked but down. I was so committed. We had got driven there. I drove there. Yeah, you drove there from and yeah, like an hour drive, a little bit less. And uh, we walked to breakfast from the parking garage. And I was finally, I was like, no. So I stood over a trash can in, on in the, the side of the street. On the side of the street, 
popped my contacts out, popped in my new, because I knew they were kind of old. So right. I, that And that's another thing that goes to be prepared for as much as you can. I had packed an extra pair of contacts, my regular contacts, uh, in case those were gross, which they were, so I could replace them. So luckily that was a pretty easy fix. Like I said, my fix for Lydia Deeds, I don't know if I mentioned this, was to completely scrap it. Because I didn't like it. And I ended up doing Crow T Robot, which I've mentioned before. And it's one of my favorite cosplays. I made a tube dress, which I got the idea for it from an infinity scarf tying tutorial. Um, and I made the... I, bought, I used the same gloves that I bought for Lydia to be like his little arms. I put gold stuff on them and... Uh, painted a $1 laundry basket gold and cut it up to make his... Um, have um, you ever had another cosplay that you've had, like, contact trouble with, like... Not that I can think of, because the only one I've worn colored Data. contacts for was Data and then that one. Yeah. And otherwise, I just wear my normal contacts. Right. I mean, there's the thing always of any time I travel anywhere, regardless if it's cosplay or not, I always take an extra set of contacts and like and probably like glasses. That is. Oh yeah, blink and clean. Blink Again, and hashtag clean. not a sponsor. That is a brand name. But if you wear contacts and you also wear makeup, I highly recommend it. Your mom is the one who introduced mm -hmm. me to that. Shout out to Kim. Hey, Kim. I freaking love it, because again, when you're doing especially extensive cosplay makeup where you might be painting your whole body, if it does get on your contacts or behind your contacts, that blinking clean is a way you don't have to take them out and completely clean them and wash your hands. Mm -hmm. You can just blink and it cleans it out, so. Uh, we talked about your Claire's got my Twilight makeup. Oh, shit, yeah. Which I think we mentioned this before on the podcast. Um, I mean, I think we just barely touched on the fact that like sometimes paint can be right. Uh, so hazardous. <laughs> right. At Dragon Con, it's not an uncommon sight to see like a chair or a wall that's got body paint on it right. from transfer. So a way to avoid that is by using water-activated body paint, which is what we generally use. Right. Um. There's one brand... But it's not a perfect system. It's not a perfect system uh, because, A, as we found out, with the water-based, water-activated means you spray water either directly into the makeup or on your sponge or brush to activate it. So it's a solid, like, hard, solid, like, chalky consistency without the water. Then you paint yourself with it. And uh, it doesn't rub off once it dries because it's water activated. So if it's not wet, it stays dry. Right. Uh, which sounds dumb, but hopefully everyone understands what I mean. <laughs> um, so that's what we use. But one problem with that is to put on multiple layers. It uh, starts it to can start, and You see you have to water activate it. The water can take off what you've already put on there. So it starts to kind of take itself up. So when it I is, decided to do my twilight, strangely hard to layer. Like right, it it you I, have to be real careful to like dab it, not pull it, and mm -hmm. then it can still come up. So you just have to be really careful with yeah. that. And for like, uh, you know, not just face, uh, for a larger surface right. area, that like was an my arm main problem. Was was a problem, right? That I just practiced it with my face and neck, mm -hmm. and was like, "Well, this looks really good. It'll be fine on my arms and." Right, and, and then I went to paint her arms and feet, and I could not get a consistent cut. Right, so um, part of it was just me not practicing enough. Part of it was 
it being, you know, time crunch because, you know, we were trying to get to the con. Mm -hmm. So uh, that just comes back to my number one piece of advice for cosplay would be to no matter how much you feel like you shouldn't or you don't need to wear your cosplay around the house for a couple hours or you know if you're really brave wear it around the town for a couple hours like make sure it really is as comfortable as you think it is make sure it's going to hold up as well as you think it is there's <laughs> confetti in the orange juice is why Paige is snickering <laughs> if you can hear her we don't know how good we did do a test run of our microphone but we don't know how much background noise it's picking up so um here we are hmm here we are. So yeah, the makeup for that was, it'll be a while. Like I said, both of our cosplays for C2E2 um, are both pretty into makeup. I would say me a little bit more. I'm a little bit more obsessive than you are yeah. <laughs> about gotta catch them all. Right, but we both love makeup. Like right, I, love I'm makeup. really into all of a sudden wearing false eyelashes every day. Yeah, Jesse wears a wing. Oh, I thought you were going to say I wore a wig. I was like, I don't wear a fucking wig. What the hell? This is all my thin, dark, I winged eyeliner face. every day. Like, yeah, neither one of us is, is like, oh, no, we're fresh-faced all the mm -hmm. time. Like, we I like mean, makeup. We appreciate right. makeup. I don't wear a ton of makeup to work. I'm I mean, really excited about uh, my makeup for C2E2 because it's something I've never done before. Right. So, we kind of, that was kind of our focus for C2E2 was to do more makeup adventurous mm -hmm. than, mm -hmm. you know, the actual right. clothing adventurous. Right. So that's another thing, like, you can play to your strengths when you pick a cosplay. Like, if you're really good at, like, hair and makeup, but not as good as... There are characters that you can pick that have really distinct... Or, like, Hunger Games is a great example. They all have really distinct hair and makeup, but the costumes, you know, might be something you can buy. Right. So... Uh, anyway, but be, do be careful when you're picking makeup. Setting spray is my go-to, you know, well, I love setting spray. Well, and something we've learned now, um, with Jessie's Twilight, when she was, we were trying to paint her entire body, was it that Not evening? Not my entire body. Well, no, though. but her arms and, and her ankles and feet, and, and we, I think later that day, we went to a, um, a contest where there was a Twi'lek also. It wasn't that same day. It was the it was next later day. On where she wore a bodysuit. Right. And which she we had, didn't even think of. No, we hadn't thought of. Because and her makeup and her bodysuit matched perfect. And we've seen a lot of cosplayers that so do that. So that's something to think of now. In Atlanta, in end of August, like it's hot. And right. it probably would have been hotter for her. But Jessie also like was miserable in hers right, anyway. Right. <laughs> so there, there's um, and you might not be able to find the right bodysuit to match your right. makeup. And if you're not an expert at makeup, you may not have the skills to match it yet. Right. You may have to do a lot of. But because you don't also, want to invest eighty dollars in no. three different colors of blue or purple of body paint when you're. You know, we've talked about budget is a huge issue with cosplay right. always. But that's also something to think about is, okay, could I use a bodysuit right. in this instant? Because it, I would have never thought of it before we saw that other cosplay. And there. hers looks so seamless. Mm -hmm, it did. Right. It, like, and we've uh, looked at pictures here just recently in the last like, yeah, week. Yeah, because I, I thought about you, looking right, at a, at a I told suit. you that we saw a costume, and I was like, I didn't even realize this was a bodysuit until I it saw... It was our listener. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was talking about... Uh -huh. um, how 
uh, the last seamless her makeup and her mm-hmm. how I would have never known that it was a bodysuit. Right. So, um, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, Mackenzie, her her bodysuit was so right. Was well, so seamless. Sure we posted um, when I saw it. I texted Paige and I was like. Oh, that's a body suit. Right. I was like, that's insane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, look how good she did matching yeah. her makeup to her bodysuit. Like, because it, it is a skill. Like, makeup is a skill that maybe people don't realize. They kind of think all girls can do makeup. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. I kind of always thought that, that like, you know, most girls. No, knew, it's hard. And I think we all don't know what we're doing. No. Like, kind of with life. Never. Um. So... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of ways that you can overcome that problem that I should have. Or just wear a long sleeve dress is really what I should have done. Right, absolutely. Um, next one's destroyed Minnie's bodice. Is the I have on the. That's all you, girl. Um, because that so, was before yeah. I was even there. So yeah, maybe my second year of Dragon Con wasn't my first year. I think it was the second year. Um, I decided I wanted to do a Hobbit. Paige and I had gone to a convention where Weta was there. The oh company, my gosh. The company that did all the special effects for the Lord of the Rings movies. We knew beforehand they were going to uh-huh. be there and we knew we were going to splurge because we were like, we our entire lives have come to this right. point where we're going to have the person who has done Frodo and Sam's ears do our ears. Right, yeah. So you can buy the actual, like, made from the same molds as the film, prosthetics. And when we went to the con, you could actually have, like, a Weta movie makeup artist mm-hmm. put them on. And and he worked was, on the set. That's one of my favorite things we've ever done. Oh, it was so con. cool. It Me was too. very cool. And, and we, he was great. Like, he did It some, was so great. Right. Even though I accidentally told him that... We lived that Illinois was an hour from the river, even though it's just the it other, doesn't matter. Where I he lived was an hour from the river. He's from now. New Zealand. He has no idea. Right. So, but yeah, it was it was honestly right. if you and I've not seen them at a con recently. Not but if you mistakes, are ever at mistakes. a con that Weta is at and they're doing prosthetics, at least go watch their demos. Uh, they do free demos, and so I feel cool. like our prosthetics were really reasonably priced, considering the fact that he put well, them on. He put them on. I think we paid $25 a piece. Something like that. Don't tell and them the other thing, though. That's a secret. I can't say that. Well, we are not supposed to run them out. It's fine. Okay. He was nice. Okay. So, uh, I got the smaller ear. I got the Frodo ear. Because you and can that's what I Frodo for, and Sam. Right? And that's what I asked for, but I was wearing a purple wig. And he told me, he's like... I just really don't think these ears are going to show with your wig. So he's like, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the bigger ears on you, and then I'm going to give you the other pair for free. And then he gave me the same right, ears. Like, but I don't want your friend to get mad, so I'm going to give her another so pair. So we for actually me. got both the ears, right, and he put, a, and he, like I said, like it was just, and I followed him. He's he's a hairstylist. He's right. a, he's a, um, the people aren't wet at or uh, insanely they're per- talented. So amazing. But so we had such a good experience with that. That Jesse was like, I'm re-wearing these, which we've re-worn right. them several times now. Do you know what Weta is, by the way? I, this was on that do PBS I know why? thing I was watching. Weta. Do I know what it stands for? No, do you know what it is? What a Weta is. Oh, no. It's a like a really big grasshopper. Oh. And I assumed it stood for something. No, it's a really big grasshopper that's native of New Zealand. And something I found out that's really interesting on a PBS documentary I watched that was all about big animals. Big, like, big, 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 big animals. <laughs> Is because wetas are really large insects. That what they do in the they live up in the mountains in New Zealand, mm-hmm. 
And to deal with the cold, they freeze themselves. And they have, like, special proteins in their blood or, like, their lymph system that make sure that the crystals don't puncture, like, the ice crystals don't puncture their Mm -hmm. That's a lot to take in. Yeah. Anyway, that's my grasshopper fact of the day. That's a grasshopper, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so you wanted to rewear those. I wanted to rewear those and do a Hobbit cosplay. Um, But this was when I was working at my lower paying job. Budget was a huge issue. I was really, really broke. So my friend, who does a lot of plays, had a bodice that had been made for her, like a lace up bodice. Mm that had been made for her they let her keep so she said i could borrow it wore it everything went fine uh after the convention i decided oh well i should wash it wash this because she was nice enough to let me borrow it but i'm gonna hand wash it because it's delicate and i don't want to the second i put it into the water it started to disintegrate (laughs) And, like, the stitching started to come out. The, like, it just became a hot mess. And so I tried to fix it, like, 18 different ways. And it just wasn't working. And so finally I texted her. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. But I've ruined this bodice. I will pay you back. I will make you another one, whatever. And she was like, what are you even talking about? Like, she didn't even remember that I borrowed it. Like, she didn't care at all, which, you know, like... Props to her, but that was definitely a cosplay fail. So, like, test an inconspicuous area if you're, especially, like I said, that was something that someone else had made, not me, so I didn't know how it was constructed. I don't know if they use, like, liquid stitch or, like, some kind of faux hem. I'm I'm guessing that's what it was, that it wasn't really sewn. It was some kind of adhesive or, like, heat and bond or something like that. That came up with the water, but I don't really know. Because, like I said, I wasn't the one that made it. So, you want the next one? Yeah, I mean, if you're done with that one, girl. I Yeah, I just destroyed Rindy's, Fendi's, well, whatever we call Fendi. her. Fendi. Um, your Bunny Hitch. Bunny Hitch. You want me to Oh, yeah, one? we can talk about Buckingham. So, <clears throat> I mean, there's several things with my Bucky that didn't go right. And I know I've mentioned it before. Um, the eyeliner thing we mentioned where we had to cover up the... Right. But, uh, so starting from the beginning, um, I made a lot of my Bucky... Well, like, the jacket and the vest and all that I made. And, um... But before that, I purchased the arm, and I was not prepared to make a faux metal arm um, by any stretch of the imagination... So I ordered a, what, a silicone, you think? Uh, latex, I would Latex? Say. <laughs> I don't know what materials are. Um, so my Becky arm I bought off of Amazon. It was like a latex arm, and it was made for a man. Um, the dimension, or yeah, the specifications and dimensions were uh, fit for a man's arm, and even some of the men in the reviews were like, whoa, this is really big. I had to take it down. So I knew I had some work ahead of me. And um, it was one of the very first things I think I ordered last year for Dragon Con. And I got it in the mail <laughs> and I sent Jesse a picture. And I have fairly muscular arms uh, for a lady. Um, but 
The top part was still fairly big, but it didn't look ridiculous. The forearm part was large, but not crazy. The hand. <laughs> well, I think it was one of those, like, all the extra, you know, space from the upper arm and the forearm. Like, once it you built the up. hand, right, yeah, there's no place else for right. it Right, so the hand was just, like, four times the size of my hand, <laughs> And it was, it was just all really large. And it was honestly all just a sleeve. So everything um, that I was dealing with was my arm was slipped into. And so what I had to eventually do um, with my mom's help, like I said, she uh, battles all of this with me for the most part, is we put a slit up the, um, you know, the, the most um, hidden part of my arm and cut a majority of that um, latex out and then attached Velcro for a closure. We took the hand completely off because it wasn't sal salvageable. Um, and I ended up wearing just one of his moto gloves over a silver um, evening glove, evening glove um, that also went between the crease of like my arm and my elbow uh, or my upper arm and my um, forearm at my elbow. And it was a lot of work, and it's it worked better than it would have originally. I had a lot of problems getting it to stay close to my elbow, mm -hmm. which if I will wear it again eventually, I really enjoyed that cosplay. There was a lot of, which is what this is getting into, a lot of things that I didn't think about or foresee, mm -hmm. um, because a lot of what I had problems with was my guns and my um, holsters, which were some of the last things I worked on. Because I didn't think that was going to be an issue with the cosplay. Um, well, like you but, said, just making your posture bag between you hurt. Right. Uh, yeah. I had, a, I had a gun on my back, on my holster, that I was not able to sit up correctly in the chairs. And midday through that cosplay, I was miserable because my back was killing me. Um, and, and like I said, my arm just would not stay. So there are things with that. I, once again, wouldn't call it a complete fail. I really enjoyed the cosplay as a whole. But, um, there, you know, I think most cosplayers will relate when you say the first time you wear a cosplay, there's just things about it you'll eventually want to change or uh, critique or, or tweak. So, Yeah. Yeah. Next one. Yeah. What What you got? Um. My glow cloud getting. Oh my gosh. So, uh, one of my very favorite podcasts of all time is called Welcome to Night Vale. It's a fiction podcast. So I'm gonna cosplay as a character from the Welcome to Night Vale podcast called the Glow Cloud, which is a sentient cloud, like a cloud in the sky, that glows with different colors and rains dead animals. <laughs> I didn't know they were dead. Yeah. I don't think we ever talked well, about I that. Well, I mean, they're dead when they hit the ground. Whether or not oh. they're dead when they come out oh, of the cloud, I guess could be. It is a fairly morbid podcast, <laughs> I will say. So, um, what I wanted to cosplay is something from Welcome to Night Vale. And since it is a podcast, it's audio only to find things that you can translate into a visual medium, such as cosplay can be difficult so I wanted to cosplay as a glow cloud because it's really well described you know it's a cloud that glows sentient rains animals so I made a dress 
I covered it in LED lights and cotton and polyfill to look like a cloud. I was really happy with that. Then I, wait, can you, are you, where are your brooms ready? <laughs> I didn't know I was. Um, so then to simulate the animals that were raining down, I put like a really um, uh, translucent ribbon mm-hmm. uh, hanging down from the bottom of the dress with plastic toy animals hanging from it. Looked really good, wore it around the house, was comfortable and fine, took it to the con, was wearing it, and oh then my Convention tends to be a lot of walking, and we separated, so I was by myself. Also, I will say this was a day after a late night. Right. And so what had happened was I was by myself, so all my friends were off doing the other things, and the animals that were hanging down from the bottom of my dress on translucent ribbon got tangled with each other. So the ones from the back tangled up with the ones in the front, so it like made shorts, basically. So then I had to walk like a cowboy, you know, like straddling. Well, I walked to my panel and then you came and found me right. afterwards to like help untangle me. Because like I couldn't really ask a stranger All of to the do animals it. were like, it was like a Wrapped around each other. Kids toy. Like, yeah, everything yeah. was conjungled. Conjungled. That's, That's a word I like. Not a word. It is now. Um... So that was something I hadn't anticipated was my skirt turning into involuntary pants that were very difficult to walk in. I don't know how you would have avoided that except for to go about it like... No. Which, like, people were excited about it. I was really glad I did You did have a lot of reaction from it. Like, a dude... Because a lot of people do the glow cloud with an umbrella, not a Mm -hmm. full cosplay. And there was one dude who, like... We heard him, like, yelling across a room. Remember? Mm -hmm. We were, like... Oh, hell, the glow cloud! Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And And I didn't even know what it was. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, she is the glow cloud. Like, it's not... Like... The whole thing is the glow cloud. Right. So I was really happy with the way it came out other than not being able to walk in it <laughs> for right. a while. Um, overall, yeah, I thought it was really, really cool. Um, the next thing I can think of is your Rococo wig. Yeah, that's the um, next one which on the list. We both had a little bit of problem with Rococo. Um, mine was very minor, but I remember it really bothering me. My both of us bought our dresses mm-hmm. pre-made and then did a lot of work to right. them. Yeah. Um, I lace. I put tons of lace on mine. You did a lot of work on yours, just adding yeah. like your bustle, All, and- altering it, adding the bustle. I relaced the corset part. I mm-hmm. re-sewed the cor- like the loops for the corset right. part. Which which we knew we were going to do. Right. Like we knew buying these pieces, like, okay, these and are bases. Certainly less work than making a huge ball exactly. like that out of but scratch. We bought them as bases. Right. And um so we did the work to them. Um we both bought panniers. You made your panniers, correct? I made my panniers. Um I bought panniers um because I didn't think I could make them any cheaper. Like we said, that's that's the thing we always. I had a lot of the stuff right. to make them. I watched a tutorial, and most of the stuff from the tutorial I already had, or I had something that I thought would work just right. as well. But like I said, that's something we always take into consideration. Can right. we make this, or do we have these pieces? Right, like if you would have had to buy all the stuff that I already had on hand, it would have been, been as much close to buying it. Right. So, um, my only issue with uh, Rococo was. Um, my panniers, 
under the weight of this ball gown that I had added, mm-hmm. um, we had bought a wedding dress um, and cut it apart and and used all of the lace off of that and added it to my previously assembled ball gown. Um, and the weight of that, I, I think, just broke the panniers down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had things sticking out. Do you remember trying to, like, safety pin yeah, it back together? Yeah. And... Um, you know, like a, an underwire bra, kind of like your wire right, sticks like when out. When your wire pops out, yeah, from mm-hmm. ladies. If you're a lady, right? Um, but I Can had at least. Wear bras? It I'm looked like I had judge. a boner with my <laughs> yeah yeah a protrusion from the front, right? So um, so that was I mean it wasn't a huge deal. It was fixable, mm-hmm. but it was an annoyance. Right. And just something wasn't planned for, whereas Jessie had the same thing, only hers was a little right, bit more. Right. <laughs> so my, it was fine all day until we, we had, when we decided to do the cosplay, since it was these huge ball gowns, panniers, mine had a cane, we had huge wigs. Mm-hmm. All along, the plan was to change for parties. And the, at night. Mm-hmm. Then we got to the convention and... They were very popular. They were so popular and which made us feel like... First of all, we felt awesome in them before we even left mm-hmm. the hotel room. We really... I had them. a lot of sparkles, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then they were so popular with people throughout the day. It came time to, like, get ready to go to parties. And we were both like, we don't want to change. Right. We want to wear these. We love these. So we did... But my wig was, like, two feet tall. Legitimately two feet tall. It was tall. Um, Which was so, part of the whole reason we wanted to right, do that. Right, right. But, so, it had been pulling out the bobby pins between the wig and the wig cap all day. Was hurting a little bit. So, I said, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... It was stuffed with a bunch of stuffing to make it mm-hmm. be fuller. So, I was like, I'll take just the stuffing out. It'll be fine. <laughs> It wasn't fine. It wasn't fine. I thought it being lighter would make it hurt less, but it being not stuffed made it fall over more, which, which made pulled. it pull worse mm-hmm. on the bobby pins. So it hurt worse, if anything. It looked like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> it was a hot mess. So that's another thing you don't always think about, like your wigs or your makeup being uncomfortable, but you really need to test all parts of the cosplay. I oftentimes have a lot of problems with wigs because mm-hmm. I have a larger head right. and a lot of hair and thick hair. And I'm the exact opposite. You're the I have opposite. a tiny head and very fine So hair. a lot of times we have to pin Jessie's really tightly to get mm-hmm. it to secure on her head. Whereas with me... Or I have to buy a child's wig. Right. Whereas with me... Um, I don't often have to pin my wig, but it is so tight to my head that I'll get a headache midday and not right. realize what it is. And they'll be like, oh, my wig is so right. tight. My brain is squeezed. Um, but yeah, that's just something, um, I, a lot of times will, um, I have a wig lady, um, that I found that, um, does supply larger wigs, um, and they're lace front, and they're a little bit more expensive. But if it's one I know I'll get right. a lot of use well, out of. Well, and if it's like, again, you don't want to wear something that's going to ruin your convention because exactly. you're miserable. Um, like my Rococo, I bought just off Amazon. And there's been several I bought off Amazon, and they've mm. been totally fine. 
But if it's a simple black or blonde or brunette mm-hmm. wig that I know that I could possibly get more than one use out of, right. I will go ahead and buy a more expensive Heck, I've wig. worn your blonde wig. Oh my gosh. Three yeah. or four times probably. Right. Um, so we'll, we'll use... We'll use those more often, um, so I don't mind investing in those right. a little bit more and getting a bigger, um, bigger sized wig. Right, one that you know, like especially if it is something you think you might reuse a bunch. Absolutely, you want it to be comfortable, or else you're not going to reuse it a bunch. Right. Um, the only thing I have left. Oh snap. Is my bunny hutch corset. Oh boy. This so, was just last year. This was just last year. Um, this just kind of goes to again, cannot stress enough. We don't take our own advice. We're kind of being careful <laughs> with this. But wear your cosplay around for I've as never much said as that possible. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I've never said what she's getting ready to say. I barely ever want to cosplay around. You should. Regardless of what Paige is saying now, and regardless of I'm not of whether, saying you shouldn't. Right, I'm saying I haven't. <laughs> regardless of whether I follow my own advice, mm-hmm. you should wear it around. Because what happened was, for Bunny Hutch, we've mentioned the Bunny Hutch party at Dragon Con before. Um, people dress as either Hugh Hefner versions of fandom characters or Playboy, Playboy Bunny yep. versions of fandom characters. So we went as... Playboy Bunny versions of Disney villains this past year. It was our first year. Mm-hmm. And we all looked really cute. I was proud of the way mine looked, but what had happened was I had found a really good deal on Amazon for like a bunny suit that was normally like a hundred some dollars on sale for $16. The only problem being that it was <laughs> like three to four sizes too big for right. me. So I decided to order it anyway, being I knew it would be too big for me. And uh, it came, and I was like, well, if I can't take it in, it was $15. on it's on sale for like $15 or $16. So I was like, if I can't take it in, it's a full bunny suit. I think it even came with the ears. So I was like, if nothing else, I use the ears. So I took the bunny suit at home, looked fine at home, made the whole thing. Got to the convention, went to a party. Of course, it's late at night. We're drinking, dancing. The dancing and the drinking were not so much for my homemade altar. I basically didn't take it in enough. No, so it was that, just, it ended up being way too big for right, movement. It was still too big movement-wise. So, like, Oof. even though I wore it at home, I wasn't dancing around, you know, you know, most people, maybe I could be in the minority here, but I don't normally have a dance party alone in my house so I just didn't move around it enough as vigorously you know I wasn't jumping around dancing around so my boobs were falling out of it a lot more Mm -hmm. than I anticipated because I had left it too big still so um that led to everyone else having to be on like oh (laughs) Jesse like oh god you're about to have a wardrobe malfunction watch yourself yeah um, which, you know, luckily I do have you guys to... Thank God. Yeah, or else, you know, would have had been... Although, like I said, we've had strangers at Dragon Con be like, oh, girl. Like the, the older ladies. Yeah, like, you're, you're about to pop out of that. And me being like, oh, no, it's, it's fine. fine! My nipple's way down here! Yeah. No, girl. Um, <laughs> so... 
that's just something again what i'm admitting that we are both don't always follow this advice no but it really is an excellent idea for you to wear your well and also like we've stated like a lot of these things you may not realize till you get there but it is a good reason to always carry safety pins and i carry i carry a small sewing kit with safety pins a needle thread um, scissors, band-aids, band-aids, band-aids um, are a lifesaver for any kind of rubbing or right. like discomfort, moleskin sometimes, glue, so either super glue or sometimes mm-hmm. I'll take my whole hot glue gun, my small one, um, uh, just like going prepared because you don't right. know what's going to happen and, and we've mentioned the cosplay medics before, mm-hmm. Um, at a bigger convention, they're pretty prominent. Smaller conventions, you probably won't see right. them. Um, but you know, if you're at a bigger convention and there's something that you've, there's Facebook groups for them and they will post and you can post in there like, I've got an emergency in hall, you know, H or whatever. And they will come and find you or they'll say like, here's where we are. Come meet us and help you out. So there are, but like you said, the best way to anticipate potential problems is to wear it around your house Basically, pretend like it's a convention. If you like, if you could wear it for twelve hours, fourteen, fifteen hours, that's ideal, honestly, because that's probably what you're gonna be wearing it at the convention. But for most people, you know, you've got kids that you're chasing around. I've got a job, like, you know, I can't wear <laughs> right a cosplay to work. So, um, you know, we understand that's why we don't always follow our own advice. Uh, we understand that's not always feasible. But we're but, hoping you learn from our right. mistakes. <laughs> and, you know, we had, everybody's busy. Everybody's got multiple, right. you know, there are very few people that can make cosplay their one soul. We would, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, if you can, spend as much time as possible in the cosplay before you actually go to the convention. But, Absolutely. again, we recognize that it's not always possible because yeah. we don't always do it ourselves. This podcast is basically learn from our failures. Right. Yeah. <laughs> More or less. Right. Okay. Well, I think that wraps up this that was episode. Yeah. I have on the list. It's, I feel like it's going to be a heavily edited one, but... You guys will never know. You'll never know. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening, for supporting us in any way that you do. Um, If you want to... Yeah, seriously, if you're listening to this, it does mean a whole bunch. I've cried so many times. Uh, we, we've talked about doing this podcast for a couple years now mm-hmm. and not seriously until the last year, we finally decided to dive in more like what, what's, what's the worst thing that can happen. happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're just having so much fun doing it yeah. and talking about th- the things that we love and, you know, sitting around drinking cocktails, which we'd be doing anyway. Right. So we're just having a blast and enjoying the feedback that we're getting and the support we're getting. So thank you all so much. We so appreciate it yeah, really um, honestly like i am the most cynical morose person she really guys. is like it's meant a lot to even just the people who listen the first episode which i mean i guess you won't be hearing this if you only listen to the first episode but um you know it's really meant a lot like our friends and family who are listening the strangers who are listening um just knowing that there are, like I said, when we got our first listener email from someone we didn't know, I cried. I she legit bawled. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, 
So, you know, you guys are enjoying it. If you have suggestions of what we can be doing better, we are willing to take them. Please email us. Yep. If you have um, suggestions, cocktails, um, con- if you're a cosplayer, you have cosplay fails, con stories. Yeah, we'd love to feature you if you're a cosplayer. Yep. If you want to um, just send us a picture of your cosplay and uh, or give a us- story or something yep. you, yeah, like, you know, we're not by any means, we've mentioned before, we're neither of us as a professional. Yep. We do it because we love it. Tutorials. If um, you have, like, this is something. Really hard that I made that the, I figured out a really easy way to do. We would we'd love to. We'd love nothing more right. than to support our fellow cosplayers and right. um, shout you out. So if you want to send us an email, go ahead and do that at cosplay and cocktails pod pod at gmail.com. That's gmail.com. <laughs> and if you want to just follow along with us and support us on the social media platforms that are available, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod P-O-D. 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 Pod is in short for podcast, not whatever the fuck page just spelled. Cocktails. Whoa, no. Are we done? I think that's it. Thank Um, you guys so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.